1: To Fear the Walking Dead TV podcast. This is episode one seventy six for season two, episode twelve, entitled "Pillar of Salt." I am Craig Demanda. Join with me this evening, Mr. Richard Toad Sheldon. What's going on, sir?
2: Not much. Um,
1: good episode. Okay, it's good. That's that's good. I like to hear sold that it
0: already. You just, <laughs> just giving it up. You
2: didn't make the people wait a little bit. <laughs>
1: You want to give us a Toby uh, rating right now, right in the introduction? That's it.
2: I, haven't, I actually haven't thought of what my Toby rating is yet. I'll
1: have it by the time we go over it. We'll but. get through our therapy session first, and then it may, it I may, mean, I, it may I nudge your rating a little bit. I just watched
2: it right before we started recording, so I'm still kind of digesting.
1: It, it's fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also, as you heard, Mr. Daryl Taylor is with us this evening. Daryl, what's happening, sir?
0: Well, evidently we watched uh, two different episodes. But uh, I, I had to watch
1: it twice to get the notes. Oh. I mean, usually I watch it once and then watch it again to write the notes down. But I mean, oh, yeah. it's painful. I guess sometimes, but I got to do what I got to do. I got somebody got to do it, right? Somebody's got to do it. Just <laughs> Jim and then Russ and them just don't want to
0: do it. Yeah,
1: just, I can't uh, make it. Aaron wanted to be with us tonight, but he's watching some movie called Storks. I don't know something like that. He's I guess I guess Storks take precedence over start, uh, you know the excuses
0: that come out of people. <laughs> uh, just say you don't want to do it. No, he did. He did it.
1: phone in his his Toby rating though. He did send it to me, so I'll read it a little bit later on. All right, he did have something to say.
2: It's sure. probably just cover for him and his other buddies in his region to go to their you know Disney payoff critics dinner. Or
1: whatever. <laughs> You're not supposed to know about that. Shh. that's right. Yeah, you know. I've
0: seen the checks, people. He <laughs> is paid to mm-hmm. be on.
2: DC movies. He is. He is. Uh-oh. They all are.
1: He's gonna have to come back on the show to answer these 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 slanderous things oh, you're saying oh, about him.
2: Oh, he's answered them. Oh, <laughs> I saw the check. That's he why he's a poo Denies word. it, denies it, denies it. He's like Reagan in nineteen eighty-five. I do not recall. That's right. He's a poo-pooer.
0: <laughs> Love you, Batman <laughs> Superman.
1: Love That's
2: you. it. So before sure we miss you.
1: We do, we do. Whenever, whenever we are not a full group, we definitely, we definitely miss, miss Put him and... down the storks and get on here. Come on, fear is so much more interesting to talk about, right? It's so Come sad that they did it. So, now, yeah, it just you ran put off it that way. You
2: when know. you put it that, it, yeah, I don't know. I don't
1: know. <laughs> so I have one question for you guys before we jump into this this review itself, uh, or the S- recap, whatever you want to call it, synopsis, whatever we do every week. Um, All be above. Yes, is Chris a goner? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, fine, good.
2: But that could mean more than one thing.
1: <laughs> All right, Well, I guess we won't find out until next week. <laughs> we still-
2: <laughs> Do we want to talk about it now or at the end?
1: Because- uh, doesn't matter to me. I pose the question because that's probably pretty interesting. Right. I think he's a goner. I think he's dead. But so. we're speculating.
2: There's a couple of different options. The obvious one and the one that they should not go with because it is the obvious one is Chris is dead. Something happened with those other dudes. They turned on him or they met up with the wrong people. Who knows? But Chris is dead. That's option one. That's the obvious one. That's the one that I hope that they don't go with because that's what they telegraphed to us. Then there's the option B. Obviously there is a wedge driven between him and Travis. Mm. You know, I mean it's been there since before the zombie apocalypse, but it's definitely the the wedge has made the divide of father son further and further that gap has turned into a canyon and you know that you know chris is just not gonna there's nothing he can say there is nothing he can do that is going to redeem his actions last week in travis's eyes there's nothing there's just no way
1: he's gone he's too far gone
2: he yeah. he is too, to quote one of the titles of one of the graphic novels. He is too far gone. He's gonna kill and then his, his son just, and go to the hotel. So I so I'm thinking more than likely something happened that <laughs> caused an argument. Probably based on the end of that episode last week. Right. And the wedge has finally just and and Chris and those other guys turned on Travis and Travis. Either had to kill Chris, or he just had to run away and get away from him because. It. On. So it's one of those things, or or. Oh, Chuck! Aliens.
0: Come on already. Well, how long are we going to write the script? Why don't you just write the episode?
2: <laughs> it could be aliens. I'm just saying. They could, could be come out of left field with the crazy hair dude from the History Channel. It might be aliens.
1: Ophelia's heading for Area 51. It seems like so. I mean, you never know. It could be. It's true yet. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so, so, but, but, uh, you know, Daryl, you think he's he's, he's dead as. Doornail, he's he's worm food, right? Chris yeah, is Travis,
0: gone. Travis, has the crazy eye. You saw that. Yeah, idea. his beard. He's got the bearded look going looking. on. The, yeah, the bearded governor the- thing going on, right? Yeah, he's. I can I can see Travis. Remember, Travis went nuts. So-
1: uh in the in the first season he did against the army guy right he yeah pounded he, him a couple times yeah when he
0: when he feels that the you know humanity has let him down he goes he flips
1: out he gets he the gets, little incredible hulk his eyes turn green we get he that gets little, a little yeah yeah, yeah.
0: so I, I think i can see him going uh on them kids you know when they try to turn on him <laughs> i can see him go go nutso
1: it's possible. Well, look. I mean, now I think everyone really wants to watch next week's episode, right? Because I really do now to see if this kid's actually going to die. Like, it's like finally. Yeah. Maybe, I do. Yeah. Too. That's what's
2: crazy. It is so nuts. It's as I, I hate to say they have turned this show around because I still think there's a lot of course correction that needs yeah. to happen. But my God, these last three episodes have been. I don't want to use the word phenomenal but in in the in the realm of speaking of fear the Walking Dead they've been phenomenal because I feel them building towards something I actually get concerned about certain people in certain scenes I actually start to wonder about this that and the other I'm actually starting to feel like I'm watching Walking Dead again yeah it's still not it's still not there it Uh still has a lot to correct But I actually feel something. I'm getting some bit of a visceral reaction to certain things, certain scenes that are designed to get those type of reactions. And if they can do that, there might be a chance that season three of this show might actually not be a shit show, and we could have 16 episodes that are actually a decent story. Uh, There is that possibility because I think... That they're finally burying the seeds of what needs to come to fruition at the end of this season, and definitely give us a better season three. Which is it? Has it already been approved for season three? Oh yeah, you know? they
1: approved it. Like no. after the first episode no. of season two, no. they already approved oh, it. it yeah, that's anywhere. that's done. So yeah, it's done. so
2: so so they're good to go. Mm-hmm. They the the only people that are going to f this up now are them. There's they they have full license. Of another sixteen episodes to take what they are building out of this rise from the ashes like a phoenix that they've had <laughs> on this back half of *Fear the Walking Dead*. If they can take that and run with it, it has a chance. It has a chance. I need the Kool Aid that you're drinking. Uh, right man, now.
1: seriously, this is good. Give it to you some are, of our Facebook uh, are really. people too. Really? Yeah. yeah. They, they need
0: it. Give me this Kool Aid.
2: But I, I mean, I I don't know. I could be way off base, and I and and I I'm still really fresh on this week's episode. I mean, so I'm still kind of as we talk about it, I might be swayed other ways, but right now, I was very satisfied with this episode. I really was.
1: No, it, it's definitely getting better. I, again, we've noticed a real difference ever since the season opener, although the season, oh, sorry, the mid-season opener, although that episode itself was very one track, but then after that it was all this AB story kind of interweaving and we've seen a momentum Fire. Uh, kind of created. The
2: it, it, opener was horrid. Yeah, it was I mean, it, the one it, man it, show. Right. I just wanted to give, but they turned around since then. And again, it's just it's not. There is still so many things they need to fix. But I see the effort. I see them working on it. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel as far as this show getting to where it needs to be. It might derail, I might have my hopes just a little too high, but I I can see something good coming. No,
1: that's really good. And if we remember too, back to The Walking Dead, again comparing the two shows, but they were still on Herschel's farm at this point. They were still debating whether to kill that kid that they captured in the town and it took three episodes to figure that out. I mean sure did. I mean it was such a slow burn back then. I mean we forget, we forget, I mean, how it used to be in season two. So this is only season two. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I will never forget Sophia in that goddamn barn. I will never (laughs) forget. (laughs) Because I was so mad. So mad after that first season, that short six-episode season. I was so happy. I was like, oh, my God, this show is so great. It is so... (laughs) Awesome! They did this, but they changed that, and it. But it's okay; it's so good. And then we get to this whole deal. There's going to be Herschel's farm. We're going to have all this other shit. All <laughs> oh, right. I mean, at least that first half of the season, they gave us some entertainment with, you know, the whole Glenn and Maggie. Right, the whole,
1: you
2: know, Lori couldn't keep Carl. You know, uh, you know, keep a watch on him to save her goddamn yeah, life. Something
1: to make a chuckle. It was fine. Little little, little, no. little things, right? Yeah. But, but, I mean, the, the speed of the but, show, but, you know, going back to it, yeah. So,
2: eight episodes, and <laughs> right before we find out that that damn child's been in the barn the whole time, and we all knew it, we all knew it, God S- damn it, Frank S- Darabont, we all knew it!
1: <laughs> it wasn't Darabont, he was out at that point, but whatever, blame him anyway, blame him anyway, it's fine.
2: He's gone, that first half of the
1: season Blame Glenn, Glenn was- Mazzara, blame him, Glenn Mazzara, it's fine, yeah. Oh, uh, it's funny, but anyway, listen- we're still in season 2. Let not your heart be troubled. You're right. We're building some momentum. I think it is getting better. And ironically, again, unlike the other show too, we're kind of rooting for a character to be killed next week as to making us watch the show. Like that's unique. Usually you watch to see, "Oh my god, are they going to be killed? I hope they're not." We're going to be watching saying, "I'm watching this hoping he gets killed." Like that's you know, it's a, it's a totally different angle to the show and I'm kind of inter- I'm kind of digging it. I'm like, "Okay, we hate the character so much."
2: You're wrong. I mean, you're not wrong on, on your behalf, but I actually, I'm not rooting for him to die. Oh, okay. I,
1: I am. I'll, I'll just say Oh, it. I am. Okay, uh, yeah. <laughs> you. I want I, him to go. I, Horrific, I, horrifically. Like, the worst death yeah. that any character's ever I, I, experienced on The Walking Dead. Him
0: and them bros. I want all them bros. Yeah, <laughs> <to, laughs> I want a litter of bodies. Painful. to stand over a litter of bodies. Painful. Of like,
1: dismemberment. Those. Like, disgusting. Like, yeah, just total pain
0: you don't even have to show him do it like you have a flashback like he's just covered in blood and he's surprised and he's on his way to the hotel like he's going to the hotel because he saw people the lights were on cause that's it because dummy, dummy had turned lights on
1: of course and, he did that's right and
0: while he's over there he's having flashbacks of how he murdered every bro oh
1: the bro, yeah. the other bros, right? Yeah, bro, and she's gonna, bro. Yeah.
0: And then the other, the worst thing is when he sees Madison. Madison's gonna keep asking him about Chris.
1: Yeah, what happened to Chris? Yeah, oh. not gonna
0: want to tell her,
1: Madison. You don't want to know, Madison. I don't talk about it. Not gonna want
2: to tell
0: her, but
1: I'm
2: telling you, I I want it to be an epic, you know, father versus son, <laughs> Like Light, saber
1: duel, something, right? Yeah,
2: I, you know. <laughs> uh, Kirk versus Spock. No, that's and it. That's even better. Just Travis and Chris going at it. Prep <laughs> <Travis sighs> thinks he leaves him for dead because he has to run out of there before the bros get him. Well, he's he's dead. He's gone, and then end of season three, or no, 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 mid season season three. He returns. Just- Nowhere. he returns like all governor-like but he-
1: <laughs> eye patch after they oh, fire him boy. off agents of shield right because they already cast him on agent yeah he'll be gone brother. at that point right
2: okay oh, oh, no but even if he is just just like a two-episode cameo for the end <laughs> season and then the mid-season opener and just you know he comes in he's got this army of vatos and just you know i mean
1: it would be awesome Listen, there's so much that could happen, but there's potential, there's momentum. I'm Le- not
2: writing this show. We Le- should be writing this show. <laughs> Daryl <laughs> has way great ideas. We should be writing this show.
1: We we, we may be. Who knows? They're not listening to us. What if, what if what you just said actually happens next season? Like what? If, wouldn't you think that the listener, the writers, are actually listening to the show at that point?
2: I know they're yes. listening. Really- okay, yes. right this
1: so Orf. so all right so rich you're not even asking for any credit or any type of like um, residuals you just want the story to shape up in that way and you'll be happy'll be satisfied I, at that point don't right
2: waste 45 minutes every week watching <laughs>
0: I want a check. They better cut me a check. Daryl wants the money. He's like, show me the money. I'm suing if I don't get my check.
1: Oh, uh, We don't get paid to do this show, folks. But, however, we do it because we love it, I guess. We do love it. We love it. It's The Walking of Dead. Of course. We do. We do. Of course. So let's get into it. Let, let's just jump right into this episode. Pillar of Salt. Uh, we open to a shot of the Colonial, perhaps right at dawn, it seems like. And we see Francisco, one of the scouts, leading his wife and daughter quietly through the town, heading Kind of heading out of it, heading through the exit. He's careful to get around the armed guard in the tower, who apparently is sleeping and escapes through a little hole that may have he created or it was there in the corrugated steel fence. He kind of rolls it up and crawls through and rolls it back. Uh, then they have to of course traverse the wall of the dead, which is separated by the good old school bus. So And actually, I want to note here, technically, there was a nice wide shot right here that they created. I'm sure it wasn't cheap, but you could uh, see kind of the ocean in the background and the whole horde of walkers. And it, it was actually a pretty nice little shot there. Um, Francisco leads them to the back of the bus and kills a single walker and brings him, drags him kind of inside. And they do the same old maneuver again. the cut open the torso and grab the blood and guts and put it all over yourself. And we've seen this this kind of camo trick going on. <laughs> Endlessly, every episode. Every episode well,
2: why, I mean, why are people complaining about it? I see people online complaining because about they it. go like, to the same well too many times. Well, no, but it, it's become at least you know, with them, it's become an SOP, it's standard mm. operating procedure. That you know, it seems like the people on the west coast caught on quick. Gotcha, you. you cover yourself in guts, so now it's just become part of a normal thing. Because <laughs> if they had not done that and they just tried to race and run. Haphazardly through the wall of, of zombies, the three of us would to be sitting here going, "Why the hell didn't they not cut up a body? They all know how to do this." So it'd be damned if you do, damned if you don't. So I'm fine. It's become an SOP uh, for them walking through zombies. All right,
1: the, the the tribal knowledge has made it down, but it kind of neutralizes the threat of the show. It Does you know That's, hard It like just totally neutralizes them. They're just it's total catnip. Okay, they don't see all, you.
0: you know, yeah, yeah. Like, all I, I need to ch- do yeah. is, is is grab a body uh, and every. Everybody's leveled up now that they know how to kill zombies like a pro. You grab <laughs> one.
1: Head stab, boom. cut them it. up and right.
0: then wipe a little bit of blood on your face and then you walk through a crowd and you're done. You're good.
1: Like, I remember, again, comparing to the original show, when Rick took the prison for the first time in the group, that was tension. It's like they had a cut co- yeah. They formed that phalanx and they were kind of yeah. going through and it's like, well, gee, if they just would have covered themselves, I guess they could have done it a whole different way, right? I mean...
2: It yeah, created that, no that, that, the thing, threat. Yeah. The
1: threat. Yeah, that's all. It, just, it, just, it conveniently neutralizes the threat. I think they're overusing that trick is all I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. They
2: are, but in this in, – I'm just saying in this instance, it makes perfect
1: sense why they did it. You know what I'm saying? True. It, yeah, it I make, guess you're right. In this case, it doesn't – if they just did know, it here and a few other places, I guess it wouldn't bother me. But it seems like every episode they're doing it. I guess that's the problem I have with it.
2: They, yeah. they, they're, they're skirting the line of gratuitous, gratuitously doing it. Right. But I don't think they've crossed that line yet. And I think for the story, the narrative of the story, it made perfect sense on in on the back of that bus, them doing this. And I actually had my little bit of, of a butt pucker moment, you know, sitting there. Because, <laughs> I mean, think about it. Th- this, this father and mother had to take... Dead, nasty-smelling guts out of this thing, and cover their little baby girl in it.
1: Right, which we didn't I see mean, by the way. They kind of hopped over that. Right, we didn't
2: yeah. see it, but you see it in your mind, and True. it's just kind of like that's pretty effed up, man. You know, I'm just saying is is. To me, it fit the narrative of the story there.
1: So. Yeah. No, it didn't take me out of it. But I, I know what you're saying, and too. And
2: they used the noise right this week and everything. Well,
1: i will get to that in just a second. I noted that. You're right. So outside of the Colonia, they finally make it out. But unfortunately, they're seen by this pickup truck that's kind of patrolling the area. And they're ambushed. And it happens to be Marco... And his henchmen, which we'll find out who that is later, uh, riding around in a pickup truck, they ask Francisco a few questions. But then Marco realizes that he recognizes him, saying, ha, 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 well, I do know you. You're from the Colonia. And then starts to demand. He goes, where's the oxy? Where's the oxy? And searching their backpacks, of course, they didn't have any on them. Francisco says, look, I, I know we were supposed to deliver it, but I'm not. I'm trying to leave the Colonia with my family. I'm just I'm trying to get out of here. But Marco won't have it, obviously doesn't believe him, and leads the three of them into the truck, and off they go. And then is the credits, a screech, which we haven't heard a lot this uh, this half of the season, so we did hear it. Oh, yeah. So then we cut to the first scene, and we finally see what happens to Ophelia. She apparently did steal Strand's pickup truck from in front of the hotel. We don't know where she is, but she's obviously in town somewhere, wherever she may be. She parks in front of, I thought it was like a store or a restaurant. I guess it was a restaurant, right? Yeah, it was a restaurant, I think. Okay, yeah, because there was some glasses and stuff in the background. She yeah. goes in the back uh, bed of her truck first and grabs a hammer from a toolbox. And then she I had a hammer. That's right. Go... Hammer in the morning. <laughs> right. and, then, and then she proceeds into the restaurant and dispatches a walker along the way. Although, unlike Tyrese, she uses the claw side, not the hammer side.
2: Smart, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And she did it all pro like you saw that.
1: Yeah, she it was nice. It was yeah. cool.
0: Yeah, had a little moment. That it's funny that they're getting a little badass moments now uh,
1: between
2: her. There, and uh, There's and something different about her character this week though, and I can't quite put my
1: finger on it. She's not afraid. I mean, she seems no. just, just calm, and she's, she's on a mission. She's,
2: she's had she's
0: had her catharsis, and and now she's uh, she's free now, free of the. Of the parents that tried to hold her down,
1: mm, now
0: yeah. she is she is broken free, and she is a bird that is flying. And now she's free a
3: predator. <laughs> she's
0: a predator free now, and it's to, to hunt for life.
3: <laughs> Ready
0: to be free of the world and and changed into the thing that she is now.
1: Well, she's definitely a killer. She took out that walker pretty hard, and that it was a pretty cool sound effect too. When she, when they pulled the claw out of the the, the skulls, like you know, it was kind of it's kind the of nice. Strange
0: though that you just can't tell anybody. Hey, I'm just gonna go. Uh... You know, look for my boyfriend that might be dead. <laughs> no, you say something. I mean, you just don't just leave. You leave a note or
1: something. It's just so it just sounds
2: strange. It was says, weird.
1: It was because de- she left when she uh, you know, was as, in the shower, right? And she just walked yeah, out. Yeah, and just bail. Yeah.
2: Yeah. As flaky as her character has been from the very start, that kind of fit. You know, in the, a way,
1: the flakiness of it, just the whole, the whole. Okay, I see what you're saying.
2: And you know what went through her mind is absolutely correct. You know, that in her mind, she thought maybe I should just tell her I'm leaving or try to get her to come with me. She knew from the the little bit she's been with those people that they would not let her go. They would talk her out of it. They would tell her, you know, blah, blah, blah. So she did what serviced her character best, but I think it's a mistake. But at the same time, it's, at least somewhat interesting
1: yeah it gives her some story at least the mission we don't know where it's going to end up well what? they
2: needed her to go well i think
0: the thing is to get her to go away and that that's what it was they, i don't think they wrote a, a, a really a solid reason for her to like the way they wrote they wrote her leaving it just seems so out of character to do it it's but for I think, love yeah for but love. they needed her to go so that when you do go back to her, it's like we could fast forward her progress. It's like you can't... Like, in that scene, you know, the last time we saw her, she was like, I give up. I can't do this anymore.
1: We're not going to make but it. We're, we're not going to make right, it.
0: Right. So you you do it. You, you write her out for for a couple of episodes. And all of a sudden, it's like, even though a lot of time has not passed. It hasn't been that much time. But you can kind of, you know, you can kind of... Change them up, we put different clothes on her now. She's not wearing girly clothes, really. She's, you know, you, you notice she's got She the jeans seems on. to have
1: transitioned she's, fast. She's got the yeah. Rosita uniform on, but, which is the tight pants, the yeah, rolled up sleeves. Pants. That's the yeah. female warrior uniform, the That's tight the jeans. Warrior. Right. In yeah, the world,
2: outfit. yeah. In this world, you got to learn to adapt quickly or you're going to be dead. So. But, but this is a way to fast forward for us the audience so oh no, yeah,
0: yeah again now she's ready like when they get back together like when this group gets back together now they're like the badasses, you know like everybody's <laughs> kind of <laughs> kind of ready to, to fight
2: you know they're all and what's her name is definitely comfortably fit into that leader role except for when she has to think about Nick yeah
1: she breaks down she's like oh
2: a- god that kid is kryptonite to her she just yeah, all man. logic and reason goes out the goddamn window with what her. she pretty much is she brings nothing but i mean it yeah. was so awesome to yeah. see her character just take charge of every situation and decisions made in this it, it, and then it, piss it's it away up, <laughs> and, and, and then all of a sudden there's there's somebody in another damn language talking vaguely about somebody that might be your son, you know, in the middle of a damn gigantic third world country, practically, in the middle of the zombie apocalypse, and you lose all logic and reason. It goes right out the window.
1: I think we just lost half a Toby rating right there. That was it. That's just it gone. Was. That's half a, half a point.
2: No, <laughs> I mean I I actually
1: we'll I'm, get to it.
2: I appreciate they're doing that with the character, but at the same time, come on, you're smarter than that. How is this one kid who is no longer a kid and I get it. The mother son connection. I get it. I'm just saying is you got more important to worry about, you know, there there's the reality of now there's what's right in front of you. Come on. You've adapted to this world in every way well except for your stupid kid
1: yeah it's definitely her weakness and and, and even Alicia calls comics. her out on it yeah yeah
2: i you know what if if any of the walking dead shows or comics or anything ever had a decent mother in them i'd be shocked
1: was Griselda a decent mother? I guess we'll find out because a flashback of her pretty soon we can talk about. But uh... oh, no,
2: I have a serious, serious feeling about Griselda, and I, I, <laughs> I have a theory that wow, that so they were not good people.
1: Well, yeah. Well, all right. Let's get into that in a second. So so Ophelia makes her way outside and sees the ocean, which leads us into another flashback where Ophelia is at a similar restaurant that's on the ocean on the coast there. And she's talking to her boyfriend at the time. His name is Will. And how he has to move to Santa Fe for a job opportunity. And we heard her talking about this, I think, to one of the other characters in a few episodes ago. So we kind of know a little bit about this. She seems bummed at first. But then he manages to propose to her by placing the the ring inside the drink or having the waitress do it, and uh, it was just a pretty cute little romantic comedy kind of moment there, romantic oh, movie geez. moment there. And, yeah, well, you know, so, so Will insists that he'll talk to the father and say, like, I'm going to ask your hand in marriage, and I says, well, it's not really a good idea because he may take your hand if you ask for my hand. And that's true. <laughs>
0: Absolutely, That's not even a joke. That's not
1: even a joke, is it? Yeah. <laughs> So we flash forward and then we see Ophelia still back in the same little town that she, where the restaurant is, uh, stockpiling gas by siphoning out of, out of abandoned cars uh, near the restaurant. We obviously have a little time jump here. Now, between this Ophelia scene, we go to the resort scenes, but there's obviously, I would say, a couple of weeks, maybe almost a month, has passed between the last episode and this one. And the reason I say that is because we now see the resorts being repaired and they have they've actually set up a little garden, a little farm where they're growing some, we saw some kind of seedlings coming up through the ground. Uh, and yeah.
2: the cake's gone.
1: The cake is, so is gone. It's either, either thrown out or eaten. Right. Please tell
2: me they ate that cake. <laughs> you know what?
0: So did you could move on from this, from on life, that so you could feel better about this show? Yeah, yeah. They ate the cake.
1: Yes, is, is that canon, Daryl? Daryl, can it's you? It's canon
0: that they ate the cake. I so, want Chubb to feel better about that. <laughs> yes, they ate the cake.
1: So yeah, uh, let Darryl, them eat cake. So they had
0: a cake-eating party.
1: Daryl emailed Scott Erickson and said, "Look, just to insert this into canon to to, to get Chubb feeling better, the Thank cake you. the cake was consumed. It is canon. It is done."
0: Listen. When you get as drunk as you get, when you get drunk, you get hunger. That's right. And after all of the stuff they had to go through, they were starving. So nom, they nom, nom, that nom, nom. That's it. That's right. They killed that cake.
1: Cookie monster I mean, style. Yeah. I mean, they need
2: milk. I don't know if they had any. Right, now, now you're pushing. Now it. you're, reaching. Now, oh, now you're, pushing you're it. reaching. now you're pushing
1: you're it. Reaching. Yeah. At least they well, that that
2: it got, got eating. At least it got eaten. And That's water it. All right.
1: So do you feel better now, Chubb? Is this I is feel this... much
2: I feel much better. All
1: right. So we're in our musical a montage. A cake is a terrible thing to waste. <laughs> <laughs> We're in a musical montage now. Again, we see the garden that they created. There's some newly sprouted seedlings coming up. Uh, Madison and Elena are refueling the diesel generator for the hotel, kind of getting that thing running again. Uh, the three amigos, I guess, are fishing off the edge of the pier. And then Alicia is underneath the pier learning to surf with Hector. And then, uh, let's see, we enter into Alicia, kind of a therapy session with her, I wrote here, recalling the past and her brother. So, now I put a little te- technical note in here. As I was praising the nice shot from before, did anyone notice how bad the looping was on this episode, the ADR? Like how off it was, like it didn't even match the actor's lips.
0: You know, I didn't I didn't notice that.
1: It was bad this one. It's like Alicia's talking oh. and then the, the 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 sound is not even getting close to syncing up to her her lips. And I was like, "Wow, and that was most of the episode. Anywhere there was a looped line, it was really off."
2: You guys know. didn't catch that? Okay. Oh, no, I, I guess well, it just stuck I, out to me. Yeah. I watched it streamed. Maybe that was just the broadcast was missing.
1: Maybe it was a little off by a millisecond, who knows. I have I do have direct TV, so who knows, but it was really weird. Um, but then Hector asks Alicia, you know, where's your brother? And Alicia says, "Well, he's out there somewhere. He's probably okay. I don't think he's dead. He's he's okay." She then asks about Hector's brother, and he says, "Well, he's holed up with a bunch of culeros in Tijuana." <laughs> yeah. So then, ding, ding, ding. We go. Okay, all right. We know where this kid is, uh-huh. and he says he's gone, meaning that he's just he's gone. He's he's wrapped up with this bunch of people. Now, I didn't realize this at the time, but that was Marco's henchman in the beginning of the episode. I really didn't watch that until I watched it a second yep. time. Cause oh, I didn't, that's Because right. you don't really look at that guy. You're looking at Marco. You're not yeah, looking at the at the, at the yeah. henchman, right? You know what I mean? So, but that was the brother. Yeah. I didn't
0: even. You know what? I didn't notice either until they had a familiarity. Throughout the episode, that's when I started to get it.
1: Yeah, I just it's, I didn't notice it again until the second watch, but it was it was interesting. So then Madison walks out carrying two tall glasses of ice water, and Alicia and Hector are amazed. And she says, "Well, you know, we just wired it to the generator, and the ice machine's working, and blah 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 blah. All is good." But then she pulls Alicia aside and say, "Can I have you for a minute?" And they kind of walk into the hotel together, and they just kind of diss Hector. Hector's just standing mm-hmm. there on the beach, you know, by himself at that point. All right. I don't know what that was all about because we don't see a conversation between <laughs> Alicia and and oh, she's Madison. Hating. She's hating. Oh, she's hating. Okay, she's so just trying to break the two up. Is she's that what she's doing? She's trying to break the two up. All right, okay. She's trying all right, to be right.
0: protective. Yeah, that right. was that was a classic uh block. Uh, I see my daughter. Well, when it's your child, that's not the same thing. It's just someone <laughs> hating trying to get I'm is just like, saying
2: it
1: is what it is,
2: and that's goes, just, what it was.
0: Can, 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 just more can I borrow like, you for
1: a minute? Can, can I borrow you for a minute? You're yeah. A okay. A little too yeah.
0: comfortable with this dude, and I don't trust him.
1: can, can, you, can, can, you, can you come here for me? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. okay. yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. It was definitely that. It was
1: because maybe maybe, it's, maybe there'll be a deleted scene of a conversation of them talking on the way back to the hotel. Who knows? But either you way, they didn't. you know, I don't know why she needed Alicia at that moment. It made no sense.
2: Well, that's exactly why yeah. she
1: was why the oh. block. Okay.
2: But I'm I'm just saying this, because I was thinking about that and I was like, you know, I get it, like the whole parent, child, protective and and all that shit, but at the at the same time, you're you're an adult. Teenagers now in this world, they're adults. They have to be. They ha- they have to grow up fast. And I'm just saying, in a world where you know, the dead walk the earth and there's no room <laughs> left in hell. I'm just saying, when you could be dead, not next week, ne- next hour, you could be dead. Man, let the kid, let, let him get a little brown chicken, brown cow going. Well, say it. Let him. Uh-huh. Yeah,
1: but then again, uh-huh. pre- pregnancy is like a death sentence in itself, exactly. too, in a lot of ways. So, I mean, it's, yeah, anyway, I know what say just I right. would
0: go with it if There's she was no 18. Coat She's the not
1: 18 yet, either. That's the other if thing. If she but, was 18. Yeah
0: then I'd, you know, like, if she's in there, you know, 18, 19 or whatever, the I'd be like. The age of consent. The age of consent. Don't do what you're going to do. All right.
1: make- I, I know what song I'm playing tonight at the end of the show. It's uh, Rick James. She was only 17. That's All right. it. All right. That, that's the song. She's, she's still a
0: little <laughs> underage, 17. She's still underage. I,
2: no, I, but she was sexy. I'm just saying, let the kids have fun. Yeah. <laughs> I get what you're saying. You're but... more of a
1: liberal liberal parent. Well, let's put it that way, all right? That's it. I'm just
2: saying, you could be dead. You could be, I'm going to the bathroom, and boom, you're eaten by a damn zombie. There, I mean, you are no longer at the top of the food chain. Your dead grandma is at the top of the food chain now. Get you some.
1: That's, Mom, all. That, that's what, uh, what is it? I mean, um, Glenn and, and Maggie. Kind of right? She's like, look, I don't have much choices anymore. Let's Let's, go. Yeah. Well, let's get down. Right. Like that yeah.
0: different. She was fully, you know, she was, she was the age of consent, yeah. She, 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 <laughs> you know what? Do you. I don't need to see
2: it, but go ahead and do it. How old do. is Alicia in the show? Because the actress is like 23.
1: True. The actress is well, the in her early 20s. I would she's, say she's like 6, 17. She's still in high school. Remember? She's like a junior in high school, right? I'd say she's like 17 because Nick's already out of high school, yeah. right? They're well, a couple of years apart, let's just yeah. say. So, Yeah. Mm-hmm. 17 Back to Colonia Luciana and Nick are in bed And suddenly a knock appears at the door It's Reynaldo Who explains that Francisco is gone And that he took his family ah, with him Reynaldo. It's Reynaldo But Luciana's concerned Because Francisco and Reynaldo Should have already been on their way To the market To do another drug exchange for water Nick says Alright, look It's not a problem Look, me and you I'll go We'll, we'll go in, in his place And just get this deal done He's brushing his teeth And getting ready to go Back at the hotel, Alicia, Madison, Strand, and Elena in a nice hotel room, one of their rooms, give us a nice exposition that they drained and marked all the cars surrounding the hotel that had fuel in it. And they have a decent stockpile of fuel for the generator. Now, I'm going to stop right here for a second. Being a car nut and a motor head, I'm sorry, guys. I have to bring this up. Generators of that size do not run on gasoline. They run on diesel. So they can drain every single car, unless they're all diesels around there, which they could be in Mexico. There are a lot of diesel cars, but uh-huh. uh, that you can't fuel it with cars. I mean, I'm just saying that's all that that, that no, sticks that's out in re- my head. Listen, that's, yeah. that's that's a valid thing. It just it's lazy writing. You know, yeah, they could have said, valid. "Hey, we found a few trucks and yeah. a couple of tractor trailers around the corner and took their gas tanks down." Okay, that that makes more sense. But most people don't even notice that stuff, I guess, except car guys. So, Elena suggests that they can also go into town and find Herd. more. <laughs> What's that? nerd. He hey, well, hey, listen, man. That's it. Hey. it, it this, I didn't choose this lifestyle. This lifestyle <laughs> chose me.
3: Exactly. All right? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so,
2: and I bet your gang signs is the Vulcan salute, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you know,
1: it's, it's, a, it's a VW symbol, actually. That's my gang sign. That's it right there. The V and the W right there, right on top. Two hands. Right. Yep. <laughs> So, they hear a knock at the door. Strand answers it only to get stabbed in the gut by Eileen. What the, the hell? The grieving mom. Yeah, this is crazy.
2: How, how in, in, in all this week, couple of weeks or so that have passed have they not kept that crazy woman locked up? She was hysterically nuts. Okay?
1: I, I, mean, I guess I thought she was mourning or in grief somewhere quietly, but now she's taken I mean, to violence.
2: Come on.
1: But it was just a yeah. weird, weird moment. It just it was strange. And then she says, you killed my daughter or something. And then just walks away. Drops the knife and just walks away. Yeah. Just very strange. And then Strand calls out. He goes, Madison. <laughs> He's calling for Maddie. Yeah. call calling for Maddie. Not yeah, like, right. not help or please help me. No. <gasps> Madison. <laughs> like that. Like, you know. <laughs> well, Travis. Just wait till Travis comes that's back. That's right. And they're that's drunk in right. <laughs> <drunk laughs> <and they're laughs> <drunk laughs>
0: their little massage tables together. That's
2: what I'm saying is... is, is if 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 I was writing this show, <laughs> I am telling you, Travis would show up when they are mid-coitus. She is <laughs> gonna <laughs> she is gonna be tending to the Alabama black snake, and Travis is gonna walk in and be like, "What?"
0: Because let's be real, she ain't mentioned Travis <laughs> since since oh, episode
1: have- four. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like, not even in reflection mode. Like, you know, like everything has been. I hope he's okay.
1: You know, no. it's,
0: It's just been about her kids. And that's it. Like it has not been
1: one mention. Of she even Chris, wants to go out and find Chris Ophelia. Remember last episode? She right. wants to take the oh, right. we should go. F- no, forget about that. Go find your 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 boyfriend, right? No, no, he's fine. He's okay. out there.
0: No, no, no mention no. of Travis
2: or Chris. They don't exist in her world no more. For Madison, there is no more Taco Tuesday. Mm. It is all about Black Friday. Oh
1: I'm- man.
2: Oh, did you just say that? He
1: just went there, man.
2: You. <laughs> Eat some more cake
0: and be quiet. For Think about what you did.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, after the commercial, they're tending to strand on the bed, and he's losing quite a bit of blood, and Oscar... Uh, is trying to make excuses for Elena, saying that she's in a lot of grief, I guess, you know, whatever. Strand's like, look, uh, I understand grief, but this is a bit extreme. (laughs) That's his quote. That's his one-liner for the episode. He took the whole thing in pretty good stride.
2: I'm just saying. (laughs) Give me some scotch.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So they're short on drugs, but an ex med student, Andres, uh writes down some things that Stram will need to survive this wound. Madison suggests the drugstore in town. Belena says no 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 they've all been looted, there's nothing left. But she knows a place. And it's a drive. Uh-huh. So could it be La Pelicano? We'll see. We'll see. Back at Colonia, Luciana and Nick chit-chat with Alejandro about the missing man. Uh, Alex gets a bit agitated, which we haven't seen from him before. Usually he's very calm and very, you know, he's in charge of things, and he's just getting a little agitated here uh, that these cowards are leaving the town. Luciana suggests that Alex address the town to allay their concerns, you know, to say, talk to them uh, or at least talk to the scouts. And But he suggests that Luciana can do it and keep it quiet. Okay, fine. Back at the hotel, Madison quietly consults with Strand about what to do with Eileen. So they kind of have a little moment together, just them two talking where Strand's on the bed. And he says, look, uh, she's lost all balance that she'll need to be watched, like, forever. Madison then ponders about the greater balance if they banish Eileen from the hotel. Mm-hmm. I like how she took Strand as a conciliary a little bit there. Like, that was nice. Oh, yeah. That was a cool little moment yeah. between them. Like, what should I do? Because yeah. I'm, thinking, I'm thinking of sending this bitch on the street. But Strand's like, well, you know, she'll need to be watched at the very least.
0: See, have, I know they did it mafia style. Right. I'd have been like, that got to go. <laughs> I would. So if you're I, laying this, there, you like a stuck. You're bleeding like a stuck such pig. This a great Madison yeah. moment because that is so great. That's too dangerous for the group. You don't have a place to store her at. Like,
1: who's going to watch too her twenty four seven? Right.
0: It's just too many things that can go wrong when or or if a stressful situation happens. You have to concentrate on whatever crisis comes up. You don't have time in this world to put people in, in, in purgatory to hopefully they get better. Like then, You don't have that option.
1: But Madison at least weighed it logically. Like she's in her mind, she's saying, well, okay, I, I could, and I want to probably put this lady on the street, but if I do, what's it going to do to the rest of the survivors? Are they going to be afraid of us? Is it going to be us against them again? Like She was thinking no, of a greater balance of the group. They needed all of them to kind of stick together.
0: Yeah, you do, but I swear I'd have, I'd have, I'd have still... Oh, I'm, I'm with she you. she got to go. she got to
1: go. But this is where Madison, and I think this is the part you like, Richard, she makes a very commanding speech about violence and consequences, and she decrees that I... She just stands up, basically. She just stands up and takes command. She goes, Eileen must be locked up, and anyone else that raises a hand to one another is out permanently. Yeah. And I wrote this in quotes. That's how it has to be. That's the only way this works. That's what she said. So. It's all
0: good till we get to the end.
1: We get, yeah, so she, she she was stepping up here. She was... She's, Making a speech, being a leader.
2: Oh, yeah. She's superwoman here. She, yeah. has yet to, she has yet to face her kryptonite.
1: <laughs> Cut back to the uh, Colonia. Alex is then seen addressing a group of townspeople, which, again, I don't understand. He just asked Luciana to do it for him, and now he's doing it. I just didn't get that. But anyway, so saying that a few lost souls have left the town, uh, they need to keep faith. In, in their beliefs in the dead to stand with him that they're stronger together than apart, again, this is all subtitled, so I'm kind of piecing it together there um but Nick is standing there very strangely he's giving him a kind of a squinty eyed look like he's saying oh, i don't I don't believe what he's something's wrong with Alex here, and Nick notices that, that he's acting strangely Alex is sweating. Luciana just says he's burdened. it's okay it just he's he's got something on his mind, but after the group leaves, Luciana and Nick approach Alex. And he's Alex is annoyed that he that Luciana still didn't speak to the scouts yet or something. The other people she was ordered to do, and then um, he questions if Luciana wants to leave too, just like Francisco. And she's like, "No, this is my home. I fought here. I'll die here. This is this is where I've chosen to live." Um, Nick suggests they better get moving to meet Marco to make the drug deal, or else, you know, they may kind of looking for the colonia to get the drugs themselves. Alex says, "No, no one is to leave the colonia." period until he says differently. What's going on with him? I don't know. He just totally changed. I mean, he was like this yeah, scary, calm guy and now he's not.
2: No, I I am thinking that somehow the virus from the bite did not spread but is now spreading.
1: So you think because he's sweating a bit, you think he's starting to get the first effects of looking he's, sick?
2: Okay, he's starting to look sick. I I think he is in the early stages of turning. Well, let me take it back. He he doesn't
0: really look that sick, but Nick says he looks sick. It's more like they told me that I thought about it.
1: That's true. You wouldn't have noticed the sweat because I they're in Mexico, right? It's, right? it's like they're all hot. sweating, I mean, right? Yeah, yeah it's that's it's what you're like, saying. Come yeah.
0: On, everybody's sweating. But they did the oh, he he doesn't look right. He's he looks. You know. But
1: again, from a druggy perspective, he's—we've seen his powers on that. Like he can spot people in withdrawal, like from a mile right. away, right? Yeah, that's true. Like he did that when they we were in the market, and he found—he found the uh, yeah. was it Marco's yeah. sister. So we know Nick's got that power. But you're right. I guess it was told to us, not not yeah. shown to us, I suppose. So at the hotel, they get the the van ready for the trip to Tijuana. And again, I had a problem with this too. Why are they taking a van which has their address on it? It's like. Can they can they grab another car it's not marked or you scrape the letters off the yeah, hotel just I just
0: want everyone to know we have a safe hotel place and you can just come down and,
1: and she it. even says the hotel's safe oh, when they're oh. in the market she goes, it's safe yeah. there. you can come yeah. it's safe there're like, yell it out
0: loud so everything is just fine Come, just come on, on down and just uh...
1: <laughs> So Madison, Elena, and Oscar are on the ride uh, to Tijuana and Elena explains to Madison that Hector's brother was taken into the gang and the drugs and what have you. so we get a little backstory into Hector's brother. Uh, back at the colony again, Nick and Luciana are arguing over Alejandro's decision of staying put. Uh, she insists and they, they really have a pretty heated argument here. She insists that they do what they told. Nick isn't so sure though. She insults him in Spanish. She says, "Well, if you can insult me, insult me in English." And she does that too. Uh, she calls him "gringuito" again, which he doesn't like. But they end up having this kind of crazy, like hate love fight kiss thing, and it was pretty. When she,
0: look, I'm gonna tell you, yeah, yeah, that, that kiss she, she grabbed, gave him, the biting lip. Of that. That, yeah. was That's that was pretty hot. That was pretty intimate and hot. Like I, I listen. I've I've had long term relationships with Spanish women,
1: <laughs>
0: who, have, who have called me many of those names.
1: They don't call you gringuito though.
0: No, not gringuito but the others. <laughs> yeah, um, and uh, yeah, like that seemed that came off. The chemistry between them came off very very nice. I yeah. don't know, man. Like th- when she's on the show. And she's been on the uh, Talking Dead quite a bit, right?
1: Because I can't find anyone else to fill the couch lately. There's, no, there's no super else, fans you know, that can that can come on the but show. But she's right. good
0: on it. Though. She's one of the good good right. act, actors on the show. Like she can play. You know, she's she's very good at, at playing along and stuff. When she talks about him, I don't know, man. She gives a little. Uh, she lets some things slip. Like he's cute and he's. Very charming. Like, she says it too Uh-oh. many times. Uh-oh. Oh, maybe there's I a little kinda, something going on
1: here. Maybe, uh, oh! Yeah.
0: It's just a way that an actor, if I was her boyfriend, I'd kind of be like, <laughs> what's going on? I'm what? coming to the set. I'm just, I'm oh, it's there. just
1: acting, honey. It's just acting. Yeah, it's, you it's know.
0: acting, honey. Like, she really, she said a few things. She
1: well, said a few things. Y- you said chemistry, and I wrote this exactly in my notes in parentheses. I go, I like the chemistry here between these two. And I wrote, in fact, it's the only chemistry on the whole show. Like, there's no other chemistry there. There's no, You don't see any chemistry between Madison and Travis, that's for sure. Right? They don't have any of that chemistry. Oh, but I think
2: we're seeing the beginning sparks of some between her and uh,
1: Strand. Maybe. I mean, possibly. Well, I'll take and it. Strand do give off
0: the... They do kind of give off a, a chemistry, but... I think that also goes to and didn't it doesn't ever have to turn into sex or anything. Right, right. But they do have a chemistry together. Just just characters they and have. Acting
1: chemistry, chemistry. It's something oh, yeah. it's something, yeah.
0: And they're friends. Uh, they, they said it on the show when they go they out, were, they drink when together they right? on and yeah. they actually hang out. Like they've actually become very close friends on the on the show. So hmm. you kinda I didn't know that like I saw that, but I didn't but you actually when they said it, it something kinda clicked and why did they vibe so well? Hmm on the show. Like, they vibe better this season than they did the previous season, and I get it. You know, they know each other now. Together. Yeah. yeah, they kind of know each other, so they kind of vibe like that. They're so. hanging out in
1: Mexico and going out and partying and doing what they do, and that's fine, right? That's cool. And they're yeah.
0: and there, and it could be, it could, it could always turn into something else if they <laughs> wanted it to. Like that, it's there. Like they, you know, one of them nights. You know, it's cold outside. Let's. Uh, it's
1: Hollywood
0: nights. You know I'm saying we, but they're so it's such a pee in a pod with them. Like they don't, they're not overly emotional unless it's about that her kryptonite but when other things they're like they're pretty practical about stuff and 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 he brings out something in her like she wants to be that way sometimes <laughs> she, she could tell that she before kids she would be that way she would she would probably like to travel and hang out and go to bars and
1: especially and have, being from the south and, like she was yeah and know, have yeah.
0: that responsibility like just right. just be out there because she it's almost feels like when she's running around being mom, it it feels like more of a chore than it does <laughs> because she enjoys being a mom. It does. She gives off that I like know. she really gives off that thing of, oh, I have to do this. <laughs> it's not like I want to do this. It's not an automatic thing. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, it's just something that she's you know she feels obligated to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah so at Alex's apartment Nick tries once again to plead with Alejandro to make the deal so again he tries to go with him to make his case again just one on one because they've had a pretty good relationship the two of them up to this point and he'd probably be on this point too but he insists that if they don't make the deal today he's saying Alex the, the gang will take this place apart uh, but Alex is confident that they don't have the, that we have the strength in numbers we've got the wall we've got the walkers to protect us we are totally safe here We can hold up here. But Nick says the gang will take down that wall easily if they want to. He also tells Alex that waiting for faith to work or the dead to wash the world clean is cool. But the danger is right now. It's coming. It's it's here. I can feel it. And Alex again says no one has faith in him. They're losing faith in him. He says, Nick, I want you to trust me like I trust you, like a son. And then he shoves half a bottle of water at him and goes, here. That's it. Get over it. That's it. Yeah. I like I like the like a son part though. I like that that he took him. He's looking at him like a son. I did like that part of it. Like it's yeah that adoptive well, father.
0: Right. That's his thing. Like it always searching for a father. Like that's kind of kind of his thing. But he's already. Ter- but he's kind of turned on his father. I already see it already. He Turned <laughs> on the father already in this episode. Yeah. He's losing yeah.
1: faith. If anything, he's questioning him yeah. now more than he did before. Yeah. Yeah. So inside the supermarket, uh, Madison and Elena uh, meet up with Hector's brother. Uh, they give him the list, and he opens the cooler, and it's full of fish and ice. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, so they already arrived at the, the the market. I didn't say that, but they did. They arrived there. They have a cooler. They're all there. It's full of fish and ice. He insists that the ice is worth more than the fish. This is Hector's brother now, uh, and that they should bring more. The brother says to wait there. Do not move. I'm going to get the drugs. I'll be right back. So, fine. Everything's going. the The deal is going smooth. However, upstairs, we can see through a hole in the wall, Francisco and his family are being interrogated by Marco. Not such a nice way as to the whereabouts of the Colonia. Madison really can't understand what they're saying, but Elena translates it for him. Um, And then, again, Elena picks up that Marco's asking about a gringo and some woman named Luciana. And then Madison goes into full berserk mode and instantly knows that it's her son they're talking about because it involved a drug deal and ratty hair. That's it. It's got to be Nick.
2: Because okay. there's only one ratty
0: hair. And she lost all sense of like she made me so mad. This was like you went through you like every you were,
2: bit of common sense.
0: Intelligence went just out went it. out the window.
2: Out the damn.
0: You went through the whole thing of this is what we have to do to keep this place safe. Like I have I I wanna build a home. I be careful of this. We yeah. have to be careful of that. And you just she again she just totally was it out the window.
1: She went berserk. She, I mean, she stormed. If you watched her, she stormed, she stormed away. It. This armed people, Mexican crazy, it's the gangs. Mexican it's drug the gangs. gangs. Don't even phase her. She runs right past them all. Goes upstairs to the interrogation oh, room.
0: Goodness.
1: Okay, and dang. she starts to perform her own interrogation. She doesn't even care yeah. about Marco. She's like, I forget about you. Where is his name Nick? Is his name Nick? Tell me, is his name Nick? And then, and then the guy says, Be quiet. Don't don't say anything. This is crazy. this is crazy. I mean, <laughs>
2: If I'm Marco, it's just like, who is this crazy gringo bitch? And bam. <laughs> I'm
0: I, listen, I almost wish that and woman in the <laughs> hotel had just smacked in the face. Like, are you trying
1: to get me? Exactly. Kid? She just didn't act like he wasn't even there. All right. But then Marco sure. said a cool line on the way out. He was okay. On the way out, she goes, next time I see him, I'm going to cut his balls off. Exactly. You're
0: making the so, hot, son. Like,
1: it's right. Your mother's giving me giving me crap? Okay. Guess what? Next time I see Nick, he's he's done. See,
0: see? You're making the block hot. You see what she's stupid self is?
1: Stupid. Stupid. This is what I right, I did want to throw something at the TV this week. Right there. I was like oh, ah.
0: that that pissed me off so much. Yeah. That
1: pissed me off. So Hector's brother, I get I don't I never got his name. Did you guys catch his name? I'm pretty good with the names, but his I just escapes me. I'll call no. him he, I'll call him Hector's brother. That's fine. Hector's brother brings the drugs and tells Elena to go and not to come back here again. As yeah. they're not going to be there for long. Mm-hmm. So they're hinting that they're going to be relocating the gang somewhere.
0: Yeah, they're going to take over the... the...
1: Colonia. Yeah. Right? That's
0: exactly what I got. That's,
2: that's <laughs> exactly what I got. They're
0: going to take that sucker over.
1: Now, it, here's the
2: thing. Yeah. is So he's known all this time that the one dude in his outfit, that's his mother. And he knows that there's this wedge between him and his mother. I mean, he chose to be there with him and his gang Uh over his mother. Why hasn't this guy who obviously has some smarts about him had this dude fake out, you know, pull a Merle kind of situation, just be like, oh, mommy, I want to go home. I want to be with you, blah, blah, blah. And have him do that because she's gonna obviously be stupid enough to take him back with her, and then he can get the location of the colonial. Well,
1: he already knows. Oh, well, hold on, back up a second. You're talking about Hector's brother. Is that who you're talking about? Who who are you talking about?
2: I'm talking about yeah,
1: which her. is that's that's Elena's nephew. Nephew, yeah, and he, he and he already he knows where the hotel he, is. Yeah. He knows. Yeah, he already knows. He knows where the hotel is. So it's like – and it's written on the van. So it's like it, – it, it, he already told the gang about this hotel. I guess they're not interested in it. They're just cool at at that supermarket what I'm right now.
2: saying is it's interesting that Marco or whatever hasn't, like, tried to get him to do that.
1: To go to the hotel or infiltrate the hotel or do something there, right?
0: But they're not organized. I don't think he cares about that hotel because they don't have supplies or anything.
1: That's what I'm saying. That That supermarket's the – I mean, he's in charge of the world right now. He's got the water. He's got the drugs. He's got the food. Yeah, he's yeah. got. That, that's
0: different. It's different because the like, over at uh, Colombia, they have food. Like they're growing stuff, and they like nice they're shopping.
1: Driving, they've got you know
0: shopping. They have a <laughs> fortified place, and like it's they have supplies, and they think they have
2: a bunch of drugs over there. By the way, when the dudes were catching those fish. Mm-hmm. And they were fishing off the pier where they just last week Pied piper to, you know, a couple hundred
1: dead. Yes.
2: I saw so when he's like I got one, I got one. I wanted him to pull up like a detached zombie head that's all going nah. I thought that would have been great.
1: would have been good for continuity. I mean, I, I like that. But so it, great. Yeah. But the thing is, it's like a month later, so I guess you figure that their plan worked. And you right? eat
2: fish from the place where you just dumped a couple hundred
1: dead people? <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, hey, do what you got to do. So Nick finds Rinaldo uh, back to the colony now and makes a deal with him to make the trade themselves. He goes, look, Alejandro's not going to know about this. Luciana's not going to know about this. They don't want to hear about this. Let's you and me go. Let's make this deal because you know what's going to happen. They're going to come here and it's going to be trouble. And he goes and even makes a comment. He goes, "Alejandro is no rainmaker." (laughs) He said that, like meaning there's not going to be any water. I read into that a little deeper, saying he's starting to not believe Alejandro's BS anymore. And then,
2: right, that's what I took from Did
1: you? Okay. And Ronaldo agrees to make a run that night. He goes, "All right, listen, tonight, you and me, we go. Fine. Back at the hotel." Andres explains to Strand that he's lost a lot of blood. He's still caring for him. Alicia comes by and helps him put some blankets on, and Strand likes her bedside manner. She admits to volunteering at the hospital. They have a nice little chit-chat. He explains, uh, he again asks her, he says, what do you mean when you say you raised yourself? He wants to know more about that. And Alicia explains that she played Dr. Nick when he was strung out, and that Madison had her hands full with the father. And he's Alicia even said she's not sure sort of that the Madison even sees her at this point. Even now. Doesn't even know if she sees her. And Strand says, make her giving her a little advice. Oh yeah. Which was good. And I think Alicia's acting has yeah. been really good. Like she's she's standing oh, no. up as a character very right satisfied
2: now. With her character, so. No, Alicia's been yeah. uh has
0: been the one to get herself together. Like this is this is uh if anything, she's the one that I, I she got. She's gonna want him smacking her mom to get it. Like, what are you doing? Like,
1: but she's like almost like the most believable at this point. Like, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, you see where her motivations are coming from. She's acting like a normal teenager would in this situation. Well, she's
0: been here before. It's basically, she's like you already destroyed a household before trying to save somebody that didn't want to be with you. You know, her son and didn't want to be with us. Mm. You've already it's kinda like saying that. Like I think she kinda it's like you already, you know you're doing it again. She's you're, doing she's you're repeating destroying herself. another home. Yeah. Like you called this home to me. You told me this was gonna be home <laughs> and you're destroying it already. Right. To 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 save someone who told you he doesn't want to be saved.
1: Yeah, He's, that's that's at the at the you're right. You're absolutely right about that. At the Colonia, Nick is standing watch on one of the walls. This is actually a cool scene, and Marco spots him. Right there with the binoculars so they kind of know where the colonia is now I don't know because the truck was nearby right I mean uh, when they caught Francisco in the beginning the truck was kind of mm-hmm. nearby how do they not know where this place is like it's a big secret I mean come on they, they they think they now obviously they know but now they see the gringo there so okay now they know exactly where it is and Nick kind of sees a little glint of the binoculars. so he knows he thinks someone's watching him but he's not sure and then we cut the commercial right there that was a pretty cool uh, cool little scene. At the end, and again, if you remember, Ophelia was in this episode, so, okay. she I kind of forgot at this point, but we, we see a shot of her reading a road map and holding a crucifix in the parked pickup truck. Again, she's ready to make her journey. And the crucifix, then, she fixates on it and it brings her to a flashback of Ophelia talking to her mother, Griselda. Um, and then at this point, they're in the kitchen just having a chit-chat about men, presumably after Will had proposed to her. Ophelia's asking, what made her pick... Her father, Daniel, to marry. And Griselda said, oh, well, we just fell in love. But there was a lot of violence and blood, but they survived it together in their country. Uh, But the most important thing was that Ophelia was kept safe. And that was the most important thing. That's what I got out of that conversation. Flash forward. We're in the truck again. She kisses the crucifix and says, I understand now, Mom, but in Spanish and drives off into the sunset, presumably to look for Will. She's, I guess, heading for Santa Fe, I'm presuming. Mm-hmm. That's what I got from I, those maps. I'm yeah, telling you, so, so.
2: Right, right before the apocalypse happened, that dude went to Daniel to ask for her hand. It did not go well. <laughs> it did not go well <laughs> at all. Um, and th- And they were practically oppressing her Keeping her, they were sheltering away. her.
1: They were definitely sheltering her as parents. You but know? I mean, it mean, was almost I mean, a prison. It was almost,
2: it was almost, it was a almost, almost, a almost like they were holding her prisoner. And I, I, I think that Daniel was, you know, not intentionally, but a not so good father. And I think that the mother just kind of, you know. Look the other way. Let things happen. Oh, she
0: happen. did because when she turned, when she got bit,
2: when she died, she
0: turned on him. Yeah, she tu- before she died, she turned on him. She told the she, truth. Remember when she said? She, what did she say? She so, asked for right.
1: forgiveness. She goes, "I I saw the devil, but I didn't. I didn't care. I loved him, and you know mm-hmm. he's the devil. And she made this whole speech in Spanish before she went off. Yeah, right? yeah she
0: basically right. she basically was like, I you know that she shouldn't have been with him. Like she. It was a mistake to be with him, and probably because her parents probably said the same thing that he was a monster, hmm. and she, you know, and she decided to be with him anyway.
1: But I mean, she's Ophelia's in this episode, but not really. She's just there just, just to give us some, fa- some, I guess, some flashbacks, right? So I think, like you said, it was perfectly right there. She'll, we're not going to see or hear from her probably for some time. I think this is this is the end of her story for quite a while.
0: Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. that'll probably be it until she comes back next season.
1: Yep. So it's nighttime now, and finally the van arrives back at the hotel. Madison is still crazed. Alicia asks what's wrong. Elena explains that her mother tangled with the wrong people. <laughs> and then suddenly we see the lights to the hotel come on, and we hear the generator start going. Alicia runs upstairs to tell Madison to turn it off. Madison tries to explain that she knows it's Nick, and that it's her child, and when it's your child, you know. She- what the hell? Are you doing? And she says she has to do something. It's her child. I have to do it. It's my child. And Alicia says, I'm your child, too. And I thought this was a great moment. This is actually this is really important. She's right. I'm your child, too. I'm right here. She says, Nick chose to desert this group. Chose to desert us. Madison says, well, maybe Nick changed his mind. And Alicia says, listen, I never changed my mind, and I'm still right here. All right. <laughs> Powerful. But
2: how did she do? I mean any bit of rational thought. There was not a single bit of rational thought in her head anymore. I mean, come on. Do You really think... You're in Mexico! You're not in <laughs> Rhode Island! You <laughs> could be anywhere! Turning on the freaking lights is gonna do nothing but attract more walking dead, more assholes with knives and guns, uh-huh. and, more- <laughs> and more people wanting to come and live with you and take your food and it is going to do nothing good, and you, th- that character is smarter than that. Yes, she loses all rational thought when Nick is involved, but come on—you can't tell me that there wasn't a piece of her going, "Why are you being stupid?"
1: Yeah, that was that was dumb. I I, I thought it was totally stupid what she did. So Alicia I thought it
2: was a great. I thought it was a she great-
1: endangered the group. Yeah, she but did. It,
2: yeah, yeah. Although, but I thought I thought it was a great, great written piece. I I liked that it was written that way. It's just come on, Madison, Jesus.
1: Yeah, she's just she's just not. She's fixated on Nick for some reason. You're right. So she, so Alicia effectively shamed Madison into turning off the lights in the generator, but mm-hmm. not before the lights and the illuminated sign on the hotel catch the eye of a bearded Travis. Nearby in the crazy-eyed, crazy-eyed, bearded Travis, yeah. nearby in the dark, and they do this kind of pan shot. folk music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you, and you know he's alone because the camera kind of moved around, and you didn't see anybody next to him. All right, yeah, he's already
0: killed all the all the bros. The bros
1: are gone, so he's alone <laughs> and starts to walk towards the hotel.
0: And his son is a bro too.
1: <laughs> his son is. is Yes, he was. A, he brought it to the bros. You're right.
2: Yeah. yeah, his son is a bro. He whipped out his can of Broby gun and <laughs>
1: it's all over. That's right. So that brings the end to this episode. Now, if you saw the preview for next week, you see like a bunch of like citizens banging on the on the gates of the hotel trying yeah, to get thank in. Thank you, Madison. Exactly. Right. It's like they yeah. saw
0: it. Like if he saw it, it was like a lighthouse. Like... <laughs> Because you know a whole bunch of people saw that. Like, even for a few seconds, they saw that that hotel has somebody there.
1: It's, I mean, look, if she didn't do it, maybe Travis wouldn't have saw it, right? But, is Travis
0: really the, like, like having Travis (laughs) there? Is that really going to be the thing to help that hotel?
2: I don't know. Oh, 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 and here's another thing, okay? Yeah. So you've gone through all this trouble of building the beginnings of a community inside what was once a hotel you've you're you're starting you know to to plant the seeds to the beginnings of having a safe haven in this hotel and you know what you need to do to get that generator going is somehow get magical non-diesel diesel diesel gas apparently thank you thank you um but you get that going but you know another thing is you're gonna want to conserve power, so why the hell did you not cut the breakers to all the stupid gigantic lights all over the outside of that hotel? Because even when you do turn it on during the day, it's gonna be running that shit. Why are you? Oh, come on!
1: That's yeah, a good, good, good point. Just, I just, I'm like, it's lazy right. writing. Like you just said with the You're diesel right. thing, with the diesel thing, it's lazy writing. Yeah. That's and I really
2: like this episode, but they really just did. There was not a lot of thought in that. That's all I'm saying.
1: I mean, look, we can get technical to the blue. You know, we have to still suspend disbelief. There are zombies walking the earth. Fine. Okay, fine. But you can't be too lazy as a writer. You have to, if you're going to write a, a plot device that says, okay, the lights on the hotel go on. And attract Travis. Make it like you said more realistic. Maybe she started flipping switches randomly. She didn't know which one was the icebreaker. You know the ice machine, and then it turned on the lights by mistake or something like that, right? No, she flips the generator on. The lights immediately go on in the hotel. It's just it's lazy. Yeah, because I
0: would have bust the light. Yeah, I would have bust the lights. Like that would've been one of the first things I would have did. You well
1: just go up there and smash them all anyway in case they accidentally was, went yeah, on. Right.
0: I'd have smashed them all just to make sure that, you know, they don't come on because when Well cut the anything, wires, let's cut the wires. And, yeah. yeah, cut, cut the, wire. the wire. Anything that comes on, anything you're gonna attract. Yeah, you know, people from all
2: over the place because there are people looking like oh, you were. Oh, we're in a hotel quicker than a bunch of nerds in San Diego. <laughs> well,
1: no. if you saw the picture from the next week's episode, it looked like them trying to get into Hall H. Okay, exactly. They're pressed up against the the, the, the gates there, trying to come in. <laughs> so. I don't- uh,
2: uh, the previews for next week So I, I didn't see it Yeah, so. That's
1: all I remember It was like that And you see a little. P- I think we're going back in time You see uh, Travis and Chris's story too Because you see They're back at that uh, farm Where they left off So I think we're going to see Some backstory A little bit of time Jumping there So before we get into Our Toby ratings uh, Which I'm sure Everyone's dying to hear We can get to their Toby ratings too Let's have a quick word From our sponsor um, Chubb Do you feel like taking it This week?
2: I'll take it this week. Great. So,
1: Craig. Yes.
2: Craig, yes. Do you like comic books? Do you read comic books? I Beyond belief, yes. I, how many books do you read a month? 20, I'm, I'm
1: doing I'm doing the comicsology, so I'm doing a lot more digital now than I ever have. So, okay, but
2: you're paying what? what two, thought. three dollars a piece?
1: Yes, typically. Mm-hmm.
2: Stop doing that. You know who sponsors our show, but let's let everybody else know. DCBS, Discount Comic Book Service, dcbservice.com. You can get your books for 30 40 50% off. You get their bundles of stuff, like when they have the DC bundles and Marvel bundles and all that. It's big time savings. And you're going to get more books than you would normally get because you're going to spend the same amount of money. We all know nerds. We're all nerds. We're going (laughs) to, if I spent 60 bucks last month, I'm going to spend 60 bucks this month, but now I'm going to get more for it because I'm doing it through dcbservice.com. Check them out. You can get all kinds of great toys, memorabilia, all kinds of cool walking dead stuff, um, action figures, statues, you can get paper Back, you know. Oh, we can go to their sister site, In Stock Trades. Uh, definitely, really great. You spend fifty bucks or more, it's free shipping. Good stuff. Check them out. They keep us
1: afloat. Now, for people like me that use Comixology, DCBS is offering five percent towards your DCBS orders. So uh, that's great. You're getting a little discount just for using Comixology, You're going to get if you want the print stuff, you're getting five percent on that, which is really nice as well. Cool. Well it's great. Thank you Richard and DCB Service. DCB Service keeps us going. Uh we are uh sponsored by them ever since the first episode of the show and they they uh, they keep us coming to you in high fidelity. So thanks again and please shop their website. we definitely appreciate that. So let's it get
2: quadraphonic sound.
1: Quad it a quadraphonic or is it monoral? Oh. I should be I uh, if we do stereo it's a big deal around here, right? So uh anyway, getting back to our Toby ratings. Um, Richard, let's just start with you. you. You started off. You said you didn't have one going into this episode. We had a little bit of therapy session there. What do you? What do you kind of end up right now with uh, pillar of salt? Mm.
2: You know, I was leaning. I'm somewhere between a three seven five and a four. So, uh, yeah, about three point seven five. It was. It, it's still really good. They have some good momentum going with these last few episodes, but there were just some. Questionable decisions, and I think you put it best. Lazy writing, that happened through parts of the episode, but but overall, yeah, I'll give it three point seven five. Tobys.
1: okay, fair enough. Daryl,
0: they still get threes for me. If there is no higher, no lower, just three. just yeah. just, just just another three. <laughs> Toby totally rating for me is it's it's not the, it's still like they still have problems with. You know, there there's still things in the story that they get lazy with, lazy writing sometimes, and we you know we've already covered that. Uh, but there are good points in the you know there there are good spots in it, and it's not it's not as eye rolling as it used to be, but it's still not there yet. It's still it's still not you know at that point where you're like okay, they really got their stuff together. Like it, it's close to getting there, I think. As they're moving around and whatnot, but I, I you know, right now, it, but it's still. I think three is good. Like it, it, haven't went down to two. There hasn't been any episode where I'm like, I'm done. I
2: like, think I, you're I, right, too. It, it, I think you're absolutely You got the finger right on it. As they're evolving now, we are seeing the evolution and that evolution. Could pay off if they do it right, and they 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 play off of where they've been going and the success they've been having with certain little bits of of these last few episodes. Season three could be amazing. It could be.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's good. I, I um, this was a three point five to me, but I'll tell you what brought it down a little bit. Madison, she. Something with this episode, her acting, Kim Dickens, just her berserk reaction. I guess you can't blame the actress for that necessarily. I mean, that's obviously the writers, and you know, it's she's not she wanted to do this, but something about her, just she's, it made me want to throw something at the set this week, which was not good. Good to look. Um, I'm going to bring this down to a 3.25, and I think I'm being generous with that. Uh, like I said, there was some some problems with the writing and the technical aspect of it. Okay, I'll, I'll give them a little bit of a pass on that, but. Her reactions were just not believable. Every other character on the show this week, their reactions were believable for their character. You know, from the from the gangster Marco to Hector to even Elena, which I'm loving that character, Elena, by the way. Her, I don't remember her name, the Mexican actress. She is... I'm liking her. Actually, I'm liking her a lot. Um, it was very believable for where she was coming from as the resort director or what have you. I mean, she, yeah. you know, yep. I, I felt it from her. Even Alicia stepping up to the plate and becoming, growing up from a teenage daughter into, into more of a woman or, you know, a young woman. Um, Strand just being Strand. I mean, it's it's great. She ruined it for me. And, I mean, brought it down at least a quarter point. And uh, I, I, I could have said a three, but... I'll say 3.25, which is the lowest I've rated an episode, I believe, this season. So if that gives us some perspective. But who cares what we have to say? Our Facebook group has their own Toby ratings. If you want to join the fun, just go to Facebook.com. Do a little search for The Walking Dead TV Podcast. Hit the Join button. We will get you in quickly. And then you can leave your very own Toby ratings, which is for Fear of the Walking Dead. It's in honor of Toby, the best character of the show. Or on the other show, The Walking Dead, we call them Buster Ratings in memorial of one of the coolest zombies we saw in the pilot episode. We named... I guess was it Brad Milo names him Buster. I guess so. That was uh, yep. Yes, in honor of that. So a lot of people don't don't know. The reason I keep saying that is because I think a lot of people don't know what Buster came from. Like they go, "Who's Buster?" Like we don't know who that is. It's like, well, if you didn't listen from episode one, you wouldn't know who uh, who he was. So let's get to it. Uh, Gwendolyn Johnson. I'll give it two Tobies out of five. I could finish the episode. <laughs> so so if it's unwatchable, it gets less than two, huh, Gwendolyn? Okay. That's great. <laughs> Richard, you want to go next?
2: Uh, Tammy Heisley. Much better than last week. There was a lot going on, and that kept me interested. Surprisingly, I didn't mind Nick's storyline this week. even got a chuckle out of me. I'm giving it four Tobys, uh, even though I seriously wonder how any of these people have survived this long. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Very true. All right, Susan Monk, uh, three out of five stab wounds meant for Madison instead of (laughs) (laughs) Strand. Her helicopter... Uh, moment uh, Momming I think that is
1: Helicopter momming, momming. Helicopter
0: momming is, uh, That's a new one for me <laughs> her Helicopter momming is out of control No one is surprised to learn that Nick Is her favorite child we all knew that Anyway
1: That's awesome. So does that mean like – I don't know. Does that mean like they hover a lot? They're hovering over their kids? Is that what that means? That's
2: what what they call uh, parents from our generation. We become helicopter parents where we're constantly hovering over the child. And
1: (laughs) And, and Susan says it's out of
2: control. (laughs) I agree with her. It's out of control. It
1: is. Oh, it's awesome, Johnny Store. Two out of. Gee, I have an idea. Let's try Walker Blood. We've never done that on this show. Out of five. <laughs> Seriously, the show keeps sliding for me. Madison must be Italian because she reminds me of my mom when she gets crazy. Two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> two episodes left, and unless serious. S happens. Oh, talking about his mother over here. It's yeah. let's it. talk it. about the moms that way. She's gorgeous. Yeah, she's beautiful. I can't see all the members of the original group meeting up this season. So it says, it says two episodes left, and unless serious stuff happens, I can't. Okay. Well, all right. I think we know how they're going to meet up, but that's okay. New right. This is awesome. He goes, "New period show, period runner, period please, period." <laughs>
2: exactly.
1: Here here, Johnny. Here here. Hey.
2: All right. Uh, I agree with that. <laughs> go ahead and like that
1: one. Oh yeah, I'm liking all of them as I go I like through. Them all. Yeah.
2: All right. Mike Glicksman. Two out of five. I've really tried to give this show a chance, but the writing is so stupid. Uh, maybe they're trying to make us forget how pissed we were with the Walking Dead finale when it comes back.
1: <laughs> so you it's can't. all an elaborate scheme to make us yeah. more pissed at this show and less pissed at the Walking Dead.
2: Because it? you
0: can't, because they keep reminding us that they still
1: haven't told us who died. Um, oh,
0: I, I want to uh,
2: read the next one too. Okay,
1: okay. I guess. I, well, that's up to that's up to Daryl. I mean, all right. I didn't,
0: I
2: didn't... Okay, because I just like to say the name Richard Cherry Chopper Cherrington.
1: You didn't get it right though. You, you, you. you <laughs> it's Richard Chopper Cherry Cherrington.
2: Oh, okay. He's well, our he's our
1: friend. He's in England. Okay, in yes, the UK. Get it
2: right. Get it right. Yep. if You're gonna do it. Oh, all right. Well, uh, he gives it 3.75. Don't upset the bride's mother out of five. <laughs> I'm puzzled to see less favorable comments above. For me, it was another improvement of past weeks. Uh, I actually am really enjoying it now. Has Travis deserted Chris now after his cold-blooded murder of the farmer? And where's Ophelia off to? Looking forward to next week. I'm right there with
1: you, Richard. Richard,
2: unite! (laughs) Uh,
1: Daryl, it's your turn.
0: All right. uh, this is Michael Santana. Uh, Three, shank your very Muches sh- out of sh- five? I-,
1: I think I say it with more of a Mexican accent. I think it's shank you very muches.
0: Oh, they- oh, okay. <laughs> Three shank you very muches out of five. <laughs> I don't think I can have Because he was very... shanked
1: guess. I don't know. Muches. Yeah, yeah. Well, he
0: was. He was pretty much. <laughs> uh, Desperate Housewives, uh, former narrator.
1: Is that her? Is that oh. the actress? I didn't put that together. Okay. I,
0: I think so. It goes all oranges <laughs> to do black on poor strange. <laughs> uh, no longer... Um, um how much longer
2: until the good zombie show is back on? Oh, <laughs> Michael that, um, that well hurts, I think I Zombie starts next month. So.
1: That's what one of the people wrote I think, didn't they? Or, or Z Nation. It says they wrote Z Nation? Z Nation that's Friday. Yeah, yeah, and then Michael's like uh thought that was canceled. Okay, whatever. That's <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I mean, I think our Facebook group should write the show. It would probably be even more interesting than what we're seeing right now in I, some cases.
0: I think so. We have, a, right? we have the best
1: group. Um last last Toby rating Rob Cook Three crazy mothers of the brides Out of five so far Will someone please Throw her to the zombies Still plowing through this episode But want to get my score in It's 1030 here in the UK Okay yes. Yeah, so there is a I think they play it the next day I think it's played on Monday In the, in the UK There is like a time delay Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's on Fox over there or something like that, too. It's on. They don't have AMC over there, as far as I know. But Well, if you want to get in on the fun and leave your very own Toby ratings, we encourage it. Again, just go to Facebook.com, do a search for The Walking Dead TV Podcast, hit join group, and you can join the fun. We have almost 800 members and growing strong. Um, it definitely ramps up when we get to the actual show on, the Walking Dead sh- uh, original show on, uh, we can have some weeks have twenty or twenty-five uh, buster ratings to go through, and usually Jim Dietz ends up reading most of them. Yeah, in his yeah, yeah. In, in his in his uh, his tenor or his, or his 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 baritone uh, vocals that he gives us, and uh, we hope he's back for that too to do that because oh he'll be back yeah exactly oh yeah, yeah. we we know he will he better be. exactly all right folks any other last thoughts on uh, Pillar Assault or any um. What
0: else can we possibly say? Pretty Strand. much covered it all. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Strand get better. We want you to get better. We need <laughs> we need more Strandisms while uh, before the season's over.
1: More Strand, less Maddie, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: I want good Maddie. Like this Maddie to see when Strand's not around. Maddie, Maddie's bad. Maddie. We need Strand to be with her to, to make sure she's good. So and well, want, when know, is good Maddie? Want...
1: Like when have you seen her good? good? Like, give me an example well, when she was like you could take her when. This, no, we're, the episodes we're,
2: before this. Really? She's, okay, it's oh, good. Yeah. yeah, even in this episode, that's I wanted to rebut your comment about you know about Madison. As far as yes, when it dealt with the whole thing with Nick, like just even the thought of Nick, that was terrible. But I think that there were some. Great character moments for her tonight. I mean, that scene in the room when she's like, "This is what we're doing, and we all agree on this. And if this happens, that happens, and blah blah blah." Okay, yeah, and no, yeah, then on the whole thing. But, she, <laughs> but then she just reneged on the whole thing when
0: she took. No, no, off.
2: no. That's what I'm saying, though. Is
0: yeah. it, is is she took I, she she took a lot of steps forward with? All right, I'm going to be a mother to my kid now. The one that's with me. Um, you know, she apologized for being, you know, being a, a runaway parent to her. All of that, you know, like getting a hotel together, like getting organizing people to get their craft together and all that. Listening to her
2: daughter when she had a plan instead of just saying, no, it's too dangerous. What cancer. I'm saying, though, is, is don't poo poo her character totally from this episode. But yes. She-
1: I gave her a three point. I gave the episode a three point two five. No, I mean, no, I, I no. it it just brought it down a notch for me. No, I think, but she yeah. goes back. No. Like she's
0: done this before. Like she. Yeah. The thing is, Chep, I'm she, just saying. I want to give
2: her credit. I mean, yes, she. She's done that though. Crap. She got credit it,
0: earlier, and she goes, and then she turns back into the same problem mother again. Right. Like that's the it, thing. She moves forward, and, and then she goes right back into the nonsense again. And she did it this episode again. It's like. How many times is she going to do that? And this is going to hurt. If you watch the the um, the commercials for the next week's episode, she causes this whole thing to to burn down. More than likely, this hotel thing is gonna. They're gonna have to leave. I bet you they're not going to be able to stay here anymore.
2: You know who I blame? Who do, do you blame? Obama. We're
3: well, <laughs> <laughs> not going there.
1: We're not going there on this show. That's for sure. Obama, oh, <laughs> not on this show.
0: But uh, it's, it's a yeah. I, I she, she she drives me nuts. I just, She's that. just
1: vexing. I mean, it's just I, it's just personal. Maybe it's just something. Well, maybe other people share my thoughts too. But I just um, I think I don't it, think we're I, alone in this. I don't know. It's just something's no, I off. Think
2: you were- Right, I'm just saying is is give give at least the Madison of the first half of the episode credit. That was well
1: okay. done. Yeah, she started to show some signs of stepping up and becoming a leader of the group and having some some, some gumption and having some convictions I, and I making think, some rules I, and yeah, okay, that's cool. I'm 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 all about that and even take How you saw it
2: that way because the way she acted in the second half almost made you just completely
1: forget it it did because it was was ridiculous it was berserk it was berserko I mean come on what what if you tell me
0: right if you tell me to be careful with fire and and you you fireproof things and you put everything away and then the next second half you burn my house down anyway right yeah you still burned down my house i don't care <laughs> about how you were your spot you talked all this stuff about being responsible and how you put burned everything down. together doesn't matter you still burned down my home so now burned. like what am i supposed
2: to do we didn't start the fire
1: oh, that's no. a good one in the show on, too okay yeah, let's i don't do it. know.
2: it's been always burning
1: Since the world was turning.
2: The apocalyptic zombie world's been turning.
1: (laughs) All right, guys. So where can our listeners listen to us if they want to, if they choose to? We're not rambling about Fear of the Walking Dead or The Walking Dead. Richard, what have you been still doing? DC TV, of course. DC TV, and then, of course, we have, you know.
2: Finally back on track. Coming up, yeah. Tonight tonight i haven't seen them yet but tonight brought back what lucifer and uh gotham, I and gotham yeah they started off oh, so, okay
1: it's right now it's your early, early fall uh coming yeah, back they, huh
2: yeah they started this we'll, week we uh we'll be talking about that probably towards the end of the week or the next yeah, few days
1: i have a question for you dc guys i saw a commercial today for the telltale batman game did you guys get into that yet at all
2: I haven't got yet. Any- okay. I haven't got I though, because Telltale yeah. is some awesome work. That's what I was going
1: to say. For The Walking Dead, their games are awesome, yeah. I think, and it looks great on the TV commercial, so I don't know if you guys d- jumped into that or not No, either. I'm going to need check to
2: talk to Russ
0: again. about that because I-, I have okay. not played any of the games to Telltale. I always say I'm yeah. going to, and I
1: just haven't. They're it's good. I mean, it's it's a time. slower I- type of well- interaction, but it's good. It's just making well,
2: the time to do it. it yeah, it, it, it really goes my pace. I mean, I like playing video games, but I like story, and it's just it's it's just kind of like a choose your own adventure kind of deal. Do you remember those like...
1: books? Remember those paperbacks? There? Oh yeah, choose your own those. adventure. Okay,
2: I don't remember them. <laughs> I have a shelf full of.
1: Are them. you serious? Do they still make those like new ones or no? They're just they're old now. They're done.
2: Oh, but the ones I have are from when I was a child.
1: No, See, I don't think they make them they don't make, make you know so if you want Batman to go into door number one, turn to page one hundred seventy four, right? And you go there yeah, and it takes yeah. you different ways, right? That was so cool. I mean, I don't know.
2: As what? a matter of fact, somebody yeah. um, I'm trying to remember what what they do right now. I forget which comic they are, but anyway, they did a Kickstarter. I backed it, it's really awesome. And it's Romeo and Juliet, it's Shakespeare, but uh-huh. it's choose your own adventure. <laughs> <laughs> and it is amazing and they've written other ones since then um i think they've done hamlet and a couple other things but yeah i love the choose your own adventure stuff so when you I'm don't just- take the poison right? What i
1: was going to say is there is there a choice you can make where they don't actually die at the end and they live happily ever uh, after in florence it, or what
2: yeah uh, but i mean like these original books though like mine there some of them the pages i've i have them scotch taped in and stuff because I, I read those books, I bet, a hundred times at least because you could always do something a little bit different. It was awesome, and that's what I love about those Telltale games. So, yeah, I'm going to check
1: out the Batman one. I just haven't yet. Very cool. Okay. Uh, Daryl, you're obviously on the Taylor Network of Podcasts, but you got some other stuff you've been doing too, right?
0: Uh, yeah, well, I'm on a... Um, a show called the Retro Movie Geek Show, and and what it is is we cover, uh, show um movies from the eighties. A lot of the lot of movies they have to be the movies have to be a certain amount of years. It has to be out for a certain amount of years. So. When they hit that point, like, we, we cover, like, a Red Dawn. And, oh, it's
1: a great movie. And, and Jason. Dude, and, and
0: watch John
2: Hughes movies over and over.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we, we it John Candy. Yeah.
2: I've always <laughs> wanted my, my fantasy for my life. You know, everybody has that dream of what they want their life to be. My fantasy has always been for my life to be directed by. Johnny,
1: Johnny. So you'll be living uh, in Chicago then, right? I
2: want to be an <laughs> Okay, film. okay. I
1: you'll be living be in Chicago in, a- in the winter, Johnny. right? Okay, Shurmur,
2: Illinois, Shurmur, Illinois. Shermer. <laughs> it's
0: no, a fictional town, but I will,
2: I will found it.
0: I'm telling. <laughs> you. I found it. Uh You, but you can you can uh check me out on uh my Twitter, uh, the Voice One Two Three. It's easier to find out, you know, like what I'm doing. I'm pretty much up there on that and uh you can see the other shows that i'm on and 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 whatnot because i share them
1: and you're doing one called go trek yourself which is really awesome if you're star trek fans out there with uh JK. Yeah, yeah yeah
0: yeah it's not just about this show that might be a show <laughs> know. but it, it's turning it's into that just, though isn't it it's about trek as a whole <laughs> so we, we kind of we keep it short you know this this particular show we keep it about two hundred twenty. 20 minutes, maybe 30, the longest. It takes a
1: lot of discipline to do that, by the way, folks. I mean, it is. We
0: got to You yeah. got to Keep, it tight. Well,
1: Keep
2: it tight. I have tried to do podcasts that are 10, 15 minutes, and it's just, yeah, it
1: doesn't happen. <laughs> Especially when there's cake involved, right? Yeah, you gotta be oh,
2: my God,
0: if there's cake. Oh. <laughs> See, we have a Vulcan oh. discipline. You don't have that. <laughs> all over the place, you're... You, you. You know, like a uh, uh, a Klingon or something. He's a he's Klingon in Quark's bar. He's like, yeah, he's yeah.
1: he's, he's hollow sweet. Yeah. yeah, he's tearing up the joint.
0: Just running around eating cake and just tearing things up and and running too long
2: on on episodes. Capwa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying though, you got to have a good plumeek soup before you have the cake.
1: <laughs> so so wait a second. So your wedding, this would be the. So you'd have a Star Trek menu. You'd have the plumeek soup to begin with. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. We, what would you have some? What would the main course be? Uh, you know, some like Goch or something, some Klingon food.
2: Right? <laughs> probably probably
1: gach <gawk>. <laughs>
0: uh, Oh, I know you for that. And you, you end up with need cake, some Romulan ale. Some Romulan ale, thing. wash
1: it down, right? Got to like,
0: wash
2: yeah. it down with Romulan ale. I heard that yeah. stuff was
1: illegal. Are you sure you can get that?
2: Oh, a guy. a guy. <laughs> this guy, Harry. <laughs>
1: So if you guys, Harry Mudd, so if you guys can't tell, we're actually, the three of us are doing uh, another in our series of Star Trek podcasts. We're coming up this weekend. We'll be recording. Uh, it'll be on, actually, we're going to do two separate segments, which may turn into two separate podcasts. But <laughs> one of them yeah. is going to be about the new Star Trek Discovery Show, because as Daryl was talking we'll about. To do 15 minutes of. Yeah, right. Well, we're going to try, because there's so much vitriol. And I'm, I'm using that word carefully yeah I mean because That's every word. A, yeah, I'm, it's, I'm, thank you very I'm much there's there's great. a lot of vitriol out there because everything the producer said has sounded worse than anything you can imagine about the show so it's like the fans are going berserk already the show is not even cast yet anyway it's going to be a fun discussion about really rumor and supposition uh, about Star Trek Discovery we're going to do that and also have our Star Trek Voyager podcast as well talking about that whole series um and it should be a lot of fun. So check out that on the HHWLOD Master Feed uh, because they're specials. They don't fit into a whole channel. They're just kind of little one-off specials that we're doing about the 50th anniversary of Star Trek. So you can pick us up there. Uh, If you want to listen to me talk about cars, uh, I am the host of the Auto Chat Show, autochatshow.com, facebook.com forward slash autochatshow. Easy for me to say. Uh, Me and my co-host, Teddy, we review new cars so you don't have to. Uh, We've got several great things lined up for the fall. New things coming in from Kia, Hyundai, Nissan, Lexus, and a lot of newness coming in for 2017. So stay tuned for that. Um, so some great interviews with auto executives and review new cars and just kind of fun stuff. So it's educational, but we have a lot of fun doing it. It's not boring. So if you want to listen to us chat, you can there. All right, folks. If nothing else to mention about this show, we can kind of wrap it up.
2: When the dead walk the earth and there's no room left in hell, you still need to cock-block your teenage daughter. (laughs)
1: Wow. I think that's it. We got it. There you go. (laughs) All right, folks. I'll edit that in and uh, that ends the show, so (laughs) I can't say it better than Richard just did. uh, uh, uh. (laughs) All right, folks. Take care. Thanks for listening.
3: Girl, come to my hotel Oh!